0: Hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode 63. You guys, I just actually listened to this episode and I wanted to just come on really quick and just forewarn you. There's a few colorful words in the episode. So if you have little kids with you, would you pop in your AirPods Or listen to this at another time when there's not little ears around you. I don't want to offend anybody. So I just wanted to warn you guys. This one's a little bit colorful. Uh, It's not, I mean, it's nothing horrible or anything like that. But if you have little kids, I don't want to traumatize any little kids. And I don't want to offend anybody. This episode I actually recorded on my sobriety birthday a couple of days ago. If you've been around here any amount of time, maybe you've noticed, maybe you haven't. I don't know how much you pay attention to the podcast, but my episodes I usually, you know, upload twice a week or so. It's There's been a little gap. And I took an impromptu sabbatical from the podcast for a whole host of reasons. I'll share those with you in upcoming episodes. But I'm super jazzed to be back at it. And this episode, you guys, I just kind of share my heart about my 12 years of sobriety journey. I hope it's encouraging for you. I hope that it blesses you. And I just want you to know I love you. And I'm so grateful you're here. If you need prayer, please email us at hello at dannysumner.com. Again, it's hello at D-A-N-I-S-U-M-N-E-R dot Of course, the link will be in the show notes. If you have any questions or need anything else, please, of course, email us as well. I love you guys. And let's dig into today and I'll be in touch and talk to you guys in a couple of days. Welcome to a holy mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who He created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. What's up, you awesome humans? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for today. I'm so excited for what today is. Today's a very short episode, but you guys, today is my 12th anniversary or 12th birthday of being sober, which is absolutely incredible. It blows my mind. It is Monday, November 7th, 2022. And the day I got sober was November 7th, 2010. It's been quite a ride, quite a journey. And I just wanted to post something really quickly to pay homage to all the healing and all (laughs) everything God has done in the last 12 years of my life. I some days I wake up and I can't even believe my life and all God has done. And you guys when I was really riddled and walking in my addiction. Oh my gosh, you guys, I was riddled in insecurity, I was riddled in shame, I was riddled in fear. I was I was controlled by everything going on externally in my life and it was like a shit storm inside too. So it was quite the roller coaster and the last month or so has been a little bit of a shitstorm storm in our life externally. Like there's just crazy stuff going on uh, in a few different areas of our life. Thank God we're all healthy and Gary and I are great and our kids are fine and, and all of that. But you guys, the shit storm never ends. But the reality is, oh my gosh, when we, when we can actually find some inner healing and I know for me, this sobriety journey has been the path for me to find this inner healing, and it took what it took for me to hit my bottom, but for me to truly surrender to Jesus and allow Him to heal me, and to for me to fall in love with myself again. I mean, it's just crazy. I shouldn't even say again. I'm not sure I ever liked myself from the beginning, but (laughs) I do now. I for sure do now, and I, you know, I spoke at that women's conference. What was it? Uh, two weeks ago. Hey, shout out to my Emmaus family. I love you guys. That conference and retreat was incredible. What an incredible group of women. I'm so honored that I got to serve you guys and be with you. And God did amazing work. I mean, He did amazing work in me. So thank you, ladies, for showing up and being so brave and so vulnerable and so open and just allowing God to do his stuff. But oh my gosh, you guys, I think back to years ago with how much I hated myself. And I don't even know if I could have admitted that then, but now I can kind of giggle about it. But when, we were, when I was at that retreat, I shared about the importance of allowing God to heal us and get us to a place to where we don't just like ourselves, but we actually love ourselves. Like we choose to be the human being that God created us to be. And not in some narcissistic, crazy way. Like, let me just tell you, Psalm 139 says, for you are wonderfully made. You're fearfully made like God created you for a purpose. And I believe part of this inner healing journey is accepting and embracing. And not only that, but like learning to like and love ourselves like this is part of the journey. I mean, God loves us. Why shouldn't we love ourselves? Right. And the more that we can be in touch with ourselves and enjoy ourselves and care for ourselves, the more we can do that and be the hands and feet of Jesus and to love others and to care for others and from a very selfless, very uh, a posture of surrender and acceptance and, and all of that. I just wanted to pay homage and wanted to jump on really quick and just pay homage to the last 12 years of my life and all the healing that God has done and the people that he has used time and time again to usher in that healing and to help me find wholeness and and healing. And so I just wanted to encourage you guys, wherever you are in the journey, don't lose hope. Don't think that you have arrived at some place and that you, whether it's good or bad, that this is it. Like that you've, you're destined to feel the way you're feeling right now. I promise you, as long as you're on this healing journey and God will usher in more healing. He'll usher it in through books that you read and Sermons that you hear and people that you communicate with, and the more honest and vulnerable that we can be about our stuff with one or two close people in our lives, the more healing we can bring to humanity. I just wanted to encourage you don't give up. So many times in my life where I wanted to give up, and I'm so grateful now that I didn't. And yeah, life, there's still just difficult things, and oh my gosh, difficult people that we have to deal with. And holy moly, let me tell you, difficult people. Can really be difficult, right? I mean, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But there's something beautiful about not allowing these people and these circumstances to control us. And I don't know when the magical moment happened in my life because I'm still affected at times, but oh my gosh, I am not nearly as affected as I once was. And so today, 12 years sober, this is what I have to tell you guys. There's a saying in recovery, they say, don't leave before the miracle happens. And I want to say to you, my friend, don't leave before the miracle happens. Don't give up on hope. Don't give up on more healing. Don't give up on more peace. Don't give up on more joy. Don't give up on more connection and community and relationships that you can have on this planet as you journey through life. And just don't give up. No matter who's hurt you, no matter what you've done, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. There is so much more for you to experience. So much more joy, so much more love, so much more connection. So if you're hurting today, here's my message for today. No matter what the shit show that is going on in your life, tell yourself, we're going to get through this and the better days ahead. I can't guarantee you that circumstances will be better or, or people are going to do what you want them to do or external things in your life are going to be better or you get that job promotion or all of a sudden your marriage is magically fixed, or your kids are all of a sudden making better choices and all that. I can't, we can't guarantee any of that. But what I can guarantee you is that you can find more peace in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, so that Those external things don't control you as much as they do. I wanted to share one scripture with you. Jeremiah 29, 13 and 14. This is God speaking. And he says, You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back from captivity. So you guys, whatever is holding you captive right now, the things going on with our kids or the things going on with our spouse or the things going on in the world or the things going on with the economy to hold us captive, that these external things don't actually need to control our internal peace or our internal joy. Now, is it gonna be 100% foolproof? No, we're still human. You cut me, I bleed. We cut you, you bleed. I think what Jesus is trying to tell us by this inside out living is that we can walk with peace no matter what the circumstances are. Sure, we're going to have grief at times. We're going to have anger. We're going to have all these different emotions. All that to say, no matter what you are walking through, I just want you to know you're not alone, and I just don't want you to leave before the miracle happens. And what does that mean? Don't give up hope. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up that there's not more in this life for you to experience more goodness, more hope, more peace, more joy, more connection, all of that. It's endless. There's an endless supply of it. I know there's not an endless supply of of peace outside of us. I know that circumstances, more than likely, always going to be difficult externally. But that doesn't mean we need to live so riddled by it all. We don't need to live so riddled with self-doubt or self-loathing or anxiety, or fear, or any of that. Like, that's what that's what I'm after. All of these tools, all of these tips, all of these tricks, all of these experiences that I'm trying to impart in you guys are ways for us all to live more peace-filled, joy-filled, purpose-filled life. I read yesterday, it was brilliant, there's this guy named Ed Milet. He's a business strategist, business guy. Anyways, great guy. But he said, live by the five-by-five five rule. And basically what the five-by-five five rule is, When something happens or something affects you in life, if it's not going to have an effect on you in five years from now, don't give it more than five minutes of your time. It's really easy to say. It's really hard to do. And I think it's a great concept to live by. So yeah, God forbid you lose someone close to you, you're probably still going to be affected by that five years from now. So you definitely get to give it more than five minutes of your day or five minutes of your time to struggle with. But if someone slights you, some acquaintance or some some person at church or some person in the world, or or even your kid is kind of rude to you or or whatever, it's not really going to have an effect on your life five years from now. And if it doesn't, don't give it more than five minutes of your time today. And so, if we can just continue to implement these strategies and these little things that just move the needle to give us ten percent more peace, more joy, more hope, more fulfillment more purpose. We're on the right path. And so you guys, I just want you to know you're on the right path. You're showing up, you're doing the best you can with what you have. Find a ton of grace for yourself, no matter where you are. And if you find yourself, man, off and riddled with addiction issues, get some help. You're not alone. You don't have to be so controlled by whatever is your addiction right now. And if you've got a loved one off in addiction, let me just tell you, from experience, you can't save them. You are not meant to save them. Pray for them, love them, but as much as you can, take care of your heart, mind, and soul because when they actually wake up from their stupor of addiction, they're gonna need you. But not until they wake up and you can't wake someone up out of it. I'm telling you right now, they've gotta make the choice. I love you guys. I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm so excited to be 12 years sober. Anyways, I was driving my kids to school this morning and I got to share and just thank them for being on the journey with me. And it's been a family journey. I mean, this has not been uh in the beginning especially it wasn't the easiest of things. And thank God they were young. I'm really blessed that they were young and thank God that I have an awesome husband who really stepped up and took care of our kids and and just all of that like just incredible. But it's been a journey. Oh my gosh. And I told them it's not about just putting down the drink. It's not about just not medicating with whatever my addiction was, whether it be alcohol or Vicodin or whatever, right? And I, you guys have probably heard my story if you've listened to this podcast anytime at all, but I could medicate with anything, right? Like spending, business stuff. Like I just was an over consumer of anything I could get my hands on. But the reality is, it's one thing to get sober, it's another thing to live in sobriety. And I believe living in sobriety is living not so controlled by this world but having serenity and hope and peace and joy and all that. And is it 100% of the time? No. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. I still I, this is a one day at a time journey for me. This is not like, oh, I was, you know, somebody prayed over me and I was delivered of this thing. I, I don't I don't I don't think it works like that for addiction. I just don't think it does. I'm way farther away from it now. I still will, God willing, never touch the stuff because I don't trust myself with it. But I was trying to explain to my kids the importance of not just putting a cork in the bottle. It's learning to live a sober life and living in sobriety and what that all means and having sanity of mind and being able to respond in a situation, not react impulsively or in anger or, or in anxiety or in fear, right? It's all of these things. Because let me tell you, fear is an addiction too. I could really spin off in fear and, and feed that and go off on a tangent in fear or in anxiety or, you know, any of that stuff. It's it's not just substances that we get addicted to. People get addicted to people. That's what codependency is, right? Like there's just a bunch of stuff. And so I just wanna encourage you again, it's okay no matter what you're struggling with, but there's more hope and don't quit before the miracle happens. All right, I love you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.